All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the timingresearch.com crowd forecast news for February 12th, 2024. We are recording this at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and this is episode number 417. So my name is David Cosmeter. I'm the creator of timingresearch.com, and you should be seeing my screen right now, but we'll switch that out in a few minutes here. So today I have arranged for Daniel Sinish of tradingindicators.com hey as well. Hey, uh, and this is Daniel's first time on the Crowd Forecast News Show, but uh, he's been on um, our other events a few times. So welcome to Daniel. And uh, Norman Hallett is back from thedisciplinetrader.com and theirmoneyyourprofits.com. And uh, the Option Professor, uh, Jim, from optionprofessor.com, is back to moderate. So I'm going to turn it over to him. Okay. Hey, thanks, David. And uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, I hope uh, everybody went to work today. Supposedly 16 million Americans take what they call Super Bowl Flu Monday. And after that game, I could understand it. It's quite exciting. So today we are uh, seeing a lot of things happening in the market. We had the Bitcoin uh, hit 50 grand. And we also have a big merger with uh, Diamondback Energy uh, buying Endeavor. And that's really got the, the energy sector moving quite a bit as well. So we're going to get to all of it. And uh, we have two great guests here today. Fantastic. Uh, Daniel from uh, Trading uh, Indicators, and uh, he's going to be showing us, uh, you know, how his uh, software, uh, trading software can help you uh, navigate these markets. Uh, before we get started, Daniel, a quick background on yourself and uh, some of the things that are going on at, Indi at Trading Indicators. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, nice to be on this show. As David said, my inviting, and yeah, I'm from Trading. We are online market, all our tools are self-built by our research. I myself am in software computer science, mathematics professor you know, for many years uh, in software finance um, projects. But I was always, you know, taken by the trading box. I've done the side for myself. And, you know, as everybody starts out, of mistake that I had too much risk. I reached trade, just make wrong, made wrong decisions in place. And I came to the hard realization, oh man, trading is hard and I need help. And for me, needing help means to help me. So I start even up to, uh, they have written for us, for our own, uh, help us. So I thought, oh, others will. And this is how the story behind trading and started. And since then, coding and, and more than 500 clients are listed on no online store uh, interested, and I'm going to showcase some of all these tools. That's great. Very, very helpful. Um, and uh, Norman Hallett, uh, again, the disciplined trader. Norman's been on many, many times. You guys mostly all know him, but uh, those who are unaware, uh, Norm's going to fill us in on his background and also what he's doing down there. Uh, not only um, helping people with uh, the mental part of the business with Discipline Trader, but also trying to help people uh, get some uh, systemic uh, methodologies so they might be able to qualify for some of these uh, funded accounts that you hear about. So, uh, Norm, a little background on yourself and what's cooking. Well, thank you. I, um, I'm really uh, excited to hear some of Daniel's uh, tools today. Uh, he, he lost me at sophisticated yeah. when, when he said sophisticated. Uh, and then he lost me further. Although I have a degree in mathematics, that's it. Uh, and I, uh, when they started with uh, imaginary number theory, I said, nope, I don't think so. I think I'm going in a different direction with my life. Uh, but I did retain some of that mathematical skill. Uh, so I should be able to follow some of Daniel's uh, reasoning here. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's simplified, I'm sure, a, a lot of the complicated stuff and, and, and just programmed it right into uh, these tools. So I'm really excited to see what I'm, I'm mostly about the mental and emotional part of trading. And recently I've shifted to helping traders to, uh, to lower that cortisol level by actually uh, trading prop firms money and actually receiving the vast majority of the profit. So uh, that's been a recent love for me because I think it uh, it really, having been a commodity trading advisor myself, I, I know that um, 
even when you trade somebody else's money, uh, when it's an individual, uh, there's a lot of nerves if you're a responsible person. But when you're trading a firm's money uh, that's generally pooled together, it's a little less intimidating and uh, and you can stick to your plan a little bit more. So I'm excited. I'm really excited to uh, that you invited me here when Daniel was here on his maiden voyage. Yeah, yeah there's quite a bit to, to learn. I hear the word code and the only thing I can think of is my PIN number. You know? So nice to know somebody can explain how coding works a little bit as well. Um, okay, so let's get started here a little bit. Uh, the markets are up again today, which seems like it's a uh, refrain every single day. So let's see what some of these uh, uh, broad-based indexes are telling us on uh, Daniel's uh, uh, software. So are you putting uh, your indicators up on the screen, Dan? Yeah, can I share my screen? Is that cool? Yeah. I'll... Yeah. Yeah, you should yeah. Put, you know? share, If you can share your screen now, and we, right. we can see your screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so what I had planned today for around just a five time frame. We Dan, can, uh, can I ask you, Dan, if you can bring your volume up just a little bit? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, me, let me check if my microphone is set properly. Give me one second. Picks up the... Sure. No, no, it should be good. Okay, just going to speak a bit louder. All right, so uh, let's start with the micro NASDAQ futures MNQ on the five-minute time frame. Uh, like most traders, I believe, futures are typically traded um, or day traded on the smaller timeframes. I don't think there's many investors in futures out there. So let's stick with these smaller timeframes when we discuss futures. But I just want to mention that our indicators, these two indicators in particular, they work um, yeah, on all times. It doesn't matter if it's the five minute or the daily or weekly timeframe, uh, they work the same way. And um, what I've done here is I pulled up the MNQ on the five minute and I have applied one of our indicators, which indicators is called liquidity IQ. And this is the indicator which I personally put on the chart uh, when I start off, uh, just to see what's going on, what are the important zones and levels for this particular symbol on that time frame. So MNQ, five minutes. And right off the bat, just by applying this indicator, I can see that price just a bit earlier today and actually received an alert in my email inbox and also on my uh, on my app when this happened, we had a break above this price powered through this zone. And I think this was established a bit earlier uh, in or last week, uh, this level. So price powered through. And as many times when this happens, price will at first, at least, um, you know, advance um, above this level. But then we have a pullback. And this is exactly what happened. We call this the basement setup. So price powered through, it takes a pause holds back, but yet again to this uh, resistance level came support in that case. And then price bounced again. Actually, one trait that we teach our students, uh, which is one of my favorite ones, is this reading trade where price powers resistance, resistance becomes support. It pulls back into now support. Uh, you enter as price comes into this level, put your stoppers just below this support, now support level. You uh, anticipate that price. Uh, and this can happen a few times. And if you're a day trader, you can capitalize uh, each time price pulls this zone. And the, the idea is that price will once again bounce off and then continue. Uh, now, this is what happened in MNQ uh, and very similarly in MES, the micro S and 500 futures, uh, we made all time highs earlier, actually today, uh, this powerful zone break. And this is actually um, this indicator. You will receive figured alerts for all these events, such as a zone break. And look at this, uh, what happened after the zone break. Very powerful, strong move upwards, uh, similar to MNQ, but even more powerful. You could have capitalized on that zone break. Now, Yet again, a retracement and this upwards pass retraces. And I would anticipate price pushing higher uh, one more. Very similarly to MNQ. As I mentioned, MNQ found support in here and then pushed higher. It may be 
a similar case for and so uh, let me switch to oil just to continue our round table and once again i have applied and here also we see that price you know has powered this uh, since level level with support and price now is a dangle area gold have more in trade way actually what the cool thing about this indicator is uh, many more is you can actually we have something called a pre-built in which basically tells the indicator even though we are looking at the five minute chart we can tell the indicator hey I'm on the five minute chart, but you pretend on a different all these. And with that, and we can basically tell the indicator, hey, pretend to be on that time frame and show me these levels based on that time frame, as I've done right now. And as you can see, as I change uh, this reference time frame, the levels are. And this is the big advantage for you guys that you do not need to open. You can still get this higher time formation on your lower time. Therefore, simple the process of. And uh, you mentioned Bitcoin. Daniel can, I, Daniel, can I ask you why somebody would want to use this? Uh... Uh, did you call it phantom time frame or what did you call it? I, I call it pre code. Pretend uh, time frame. But but it's it's we, well technically in here it's called the Orange time frame. Gotcha. So so by by te by by looking at the this uh um pretend time frame, uh traders can uh get a a wider support and resistance view of the market, even though they're trading a smaller time frame. Is that the is that the advantage? That that's exactly what so you want to use the smaller time frame, five minute or perhaps the one minute to time your entry. But you still want to have you don't want to have time frame time consider the, the very small for your levels. If you want to, you know, these levels to be taken from higher time or sickness is why we have pretend and uh, by default what I do now when I'm on the five minute, I either use the the 30 minutes tent mode or 45 minutes when it comes to futures training. For stocks, I tend to even go higher to the one hour or two hour. And this is because for you have less uh, whereas the futures mark for more bars available therefore i'm using futures for stocks mm -hmm. yeah yeah and this is very handy because it simplifies the process you know imagine you would have to open multiple charts trying to find these support resistance areas yourself by levels and by a time frame this indicate mm. uh, the cool things because you have an instant analysis or yeah. so that's very uh that's very uh, streamlined it's very streamlined for people that's for sure yeah um, somebody see you too well uh, um, can i ask you a quick question uh, yeah. because uh, daniel you went over uh energy which I'm kind of focused on because mm -hmm. it was a very big laggard during this move. And obviously a laggard, if it became a leader, is a big uh, transition. And therefore, uh, call options and things like that could really, really get going. And we saw this uh, FANG stock up 12% today on this merger. And it is mm -hmm. lifting some other ones as well. So what about the actual price of crude? Where is it now again on your chart? And and what is it looking like it might be headed towards? Yes, the crude, and what I see right off the bat here, what's uh, 76, 70, 77. Uh, it's been, you know, slightly bullish in the um, since uh, this morning, but it is facing a fairly strong resistance. The price wicked up a couple of times to this level, bounced off here again multiple times, and now price is once again approaching this level around 77. And I would expect uh, a similar move. The price will approach this level and then perhaps bounce. There is definitely some uh, some resistance along trade now. I would personally I would see a zone. Chances are that price bound. And see one interesting thing. And would that be the seventy? Would that be the seventy-seven, seventy-eight area, or would it yeah, so, be higher towards eighty? No, no. The, well, as per on this date, time frame, resistance zone between seventy-seven to seventy. Watch. Yeah. When, when you say uh, Daniel, when you say you suspect that the market will uh, will approach that uh, that resistance area, are you saying that because of something that you're not telling us, or are you saying that because? Uh, because from your experience uh, in general, markets tend to uh, range from the top of the range to the bottom of the range and, and we're headed toward the top now. 
Yeah, but we see over and over again, and these level, be it the resistance zone up here, they have magnetities and price drawn to volts. Uh, you see it here, it wicked up, it came to that level, uh, and now it's, it seems to be coming towards this level again. And uh, you know, with resistance, it has this magnetic property, but it may not power through because the name says resistance and price. So something definitely aware of. Instead, I would perhaps uh, wait for price to um, either go along, but close it out as price with a level, a little scalp, or wait for price to uh, to approach this level. Yeah, there are, it looks like better entry points than, than the one. Uh, I think there were better, better entry point about 10, 10 bars back, 10 candles back when you had the doji. Uh, no, it's uh, 10, 10 candles back from where we are right now. Uh, there's a very small, uh, more to the current, uh, 10, 10 bars from, from the current back yeah right right in there that that That's doji fine. right there that That's and then fine. followed by that move higher that, that that was a better entry point but yeah when you're in the middle of the range um you know um you know you just don't you, you just don't you have more of a risk and less of a profit potential so i, I agree with you there yeah, and one one other thing that also uh, happened uh, here so just real, real quick since i'm my thought i mean uh here we had something that's in the pickup we had a set of greenish uh these are high volume bars wicked into this resistance here but didn't break with high volume we call this big sell order came in at these levels indicating that something is afoot here something is um you know happening there's some big players play orders here yet another um but it's evident evidence that price may not be the path of this where big sell orders came in previously it may happen to daniel uh, 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 another market uh, that is lagged quite a bit is there any indicators on the gold or silver prices that would indicate that uh, they may have a brighter future as we go into the spring. Oh, for the long term? Okay, so let's let's switch. well. No, okay, let's just short, let's just say short term first, and then maybe you could say on a longer term. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but on the short term, what are you seeing on the short term? Here? Let me just so what we have on the short term is that price is has pushed or power through this uh, resistance area since became support. And look at this. This level was drawn thing all the way back here. And look at how it developed as a support late and silver bounce. A dot to this level, silver bounced off it. A nice move. And very similarly, what I could envision here, if price once again makes a move down the silver, micro silver contract to this now support zone, I could see a long trade here, get a better entry price, put your stop right below the zone, and could be a nice scalp uh, if silver once again bounces. Yeah, so I would imagine it to come down a bit further and then bounce. But overall, we are, this is probably going to continue for a bit uh, profit, just level in the interest. And on the goal? Yeah. Well, Dan, before you before you move on off this chart, if uh, you, yeah. the, the level, yeah. I'm sorry, the level that, you, um, that you've pointed out there, the resistance zone, that's more of a band. It's it's kind of a, a band as opposed to a line, and it looks like it takes into account um, a false breakdown. You know, with, with that bottom, we got a lot of people say, "Well, if it breaks that, I'm going short." A lot of people who maybe long or have their stops in there, uh, but that band seems to uh, seems to take care of that to some degree. Uh, you know, a false breakdown. Uh, am I correct about the width of that? For, for sure. So. We um, for sure, there's no magic number resistance, like, like 25 exact. This does this. It is always. So don't be for this. So this is why uh, we always draw these uh, resistance on S as range. This range will widen or shrink with volatility of that symbol. 
Um, so you can see this uh, grow or shrink a little bit with the you know, average candle size of the symbol. And just to make it very clear that, hey, this is definitely, and you have to think of it as, as an exact right. So let me. And uh, the gold uh, right now, is it, is yeah. it uh, in concert with the silver pretty much? Uh, yeah, similar, huh? We had this um, big move. Now, even the gold, if I see this here. So we are, it's a bit of a similar scenario here. We had, look at this, <laughs> a zone break. A bit of a similar pattern to what we saw on I mean, to the opposite side. Zone break. It retraced uh, from that break. And I would imagine with a gold, especially it looks very, and we have another ending momentum right now. The symbol, so it's definitely, it's bearish. So price moved up here. I could easily see going further. It's a bit different from, Silver, I guess silver, we said, <laughs> yeah, silver may approach this resistance zone and then yeah. bounce off from it. Whereas for, yeah. here I would be rather bullish once we price, whereas for gold, I definitely see more bearish setup, especially if we can once again. On the uh, futures, do you want to look at the agricultural sector, soybeans? Do you have that symbol handy? This one, that is. Yeah. Awesome. Like on May or July. This is an actually this is another setup that we teach to our students. Um, it comes so here we can clearly see that price is pretty much smack down the support and resistance. It's like really centered, and uh, this is condition one for one of our setups, which is the magnet setup. And the idea is that if price is in of it, uh, we simply need to and simply quotes and actually bet uh, which zone either the support zone down here or the resistance zone up here price is going to visit first remember these have so which one is it going to go first mm -hmm. well this is where our other ending comes in which is called ma rush disabled here but if i switch on ma rush you can see what ma rush says here it's bullish and this gives us our bias uh, for setting up this trade and according to this indicator currently because of that our educated bet would be that price will visit this resistance up first could plan out a trade um, which has a target, uh, a long trade around this area, maybe a bit below this area as price may bounce off from it. But what I would do here is I would wait a little bit for a retracement to this area down here, perhaps a retracement into this area down here. Uh, why wait for this retracement? Because we want to, first of all, first of all, our end. But second, if we engage in a trade like this, uh, we at least want to fix our stop. In the worst case, would need to be somewhere around here. Perhaps we can find a swing whereby uh, for our stop loss, if should that trade not work out um, around this area. But the intent is that because of the magnetic properties and our current. Uh, continuing with the futures, uh, can we look at the US dollar? I know Norm watches the yen. Uh, the DXY is your general uh, dollar index, or I don't know what it is on the futures, but uh, oh, just look uh, the dollar it. index and also the Japanese. Yeah, and then the Japanese yen, because there is some talk that the uh, yield uh, uh, curve control might mm -hmm. be uh, coming to an end in April, which will be here before you know it. And so uh, can we look at the dollar index and the yen specifically? Yeah. Do you want me to look at it from a more longer term perspective? So five well, you could, uh, you know, maybe you could, you could, yeah, you could start it longer and go right into the, into the yeah. current. So let's just perhaps look at it oh. from an hourly. It's going to set up the, even though we are on the hourly, we're going to tell the end, pretend to be setting that to, we'll tell the indicator, hey, to be on a daily chart, even though we are looking for this. All right. So here, actually quite interesting. Uh, we are right. This was the price wicked up uh, a couple of times. Resistance zone. Now it bounced off once again. Yeah, interesting. So I even here, I would imagine I take this level into that zone, continue it further down if I switch. But now it doesn't matter. I can see at least in the short term, we are. It's a, what people may call a decent triangle. The highs together. It's a bit of a descending triangle, a wedge pattern. Technical analysis. This this may suggest ice. Uh, yeah, it's going to break pattern. So I could 
plan out a trade where price perhaps um, price two is once it towards the resistance enter into a short trade my stop just above here stop loss if you're right you may see a let, let me ask you something daniel on on a, on a chart like this uh, you know when i before you drew that top trend line yeah. uh you know it uh, you know if you've been in this long enough you take a look and you can see that that, that trend happens to be right where your uh, your resistance zone is so one is kind of confirming the other my question to you is when you advise traders what to do do you use this kind of a confirmation as as a reason to uh, adjust position sizing or uh, and or do you uh, do you use uh, um, confirming evidence like we've just said in, in those two uh, uh, those two indicators the top line and your resistance zone how do you advise people when something like this happens yeah, so I, I like to see multiple things come together before I pull. And um, actually, but before I talk about what needs together, I think the the key what we teach our students is to we are not chasing the market, chasing. We are waiting for price to come to. So I would never enter this trade. I don't want to. I would ask price to retrace to the enter here, limit order, put my stop really tight, and then just a bit a bigger. Move. I always want to have the risk. Reward. I don't mm. chase price. I don't mind out the trade. There's so many similar trades. Uh, even if I miss out this one, yeah. price just never retraces. It's possible. That's the downside, but I don't care. I <laughs> I want price to come to the level where it doesn't mm. happen. Then, okay, I forget about it. But if it happens, at least I'm comfortable. I got the level that I wanted. I got the, the risk reward that I anticipated. And that makes that, that's the level that. So this is for, for, for timing your end in terms of how many indicators. So sometimes, you know, I it can just be a single indicator. I do like, uh, you know, our liquidity IQ, such so many good, nice signals, even this little zone break signal, even though move was not very strong. But if you're a scalper, see a zone breakout signal, you still profit in the process. But be aware that price, as many times, will retrace after him again. He had retraced back to this resistance level and stuff again. Eventually, it didn't bounce. But this is a pattern which happens so many times over and over again. And just like here in MNK, go back here. Look what happened here. The five minute minutes for its setting as this loads. Look at what we had here. Same thing. We had zone breakout, retrace exactly to this level, and then bounce up. So that's that's the pattern we see. Any well, other I was going to say, uh, Norm, did you have anything to add on that yen uh, that we were talking about? Uh, you know how you feel about the yen? Uh, uh, you know, I, I, you know what you said is. Let's take a look at the yen here. It's uh, it's always you know that news is in the market. Uh, so the price is is already. Uh, anticipating a certain degree of that fact. Um, but, you know, this market has been, you know, decidedly negative for a very long time. Uh, I mean, the, the, mm -hmm. it's almost like a war. It's almost been a water slide. Now, there have been a few hiccups. What, what is this, the five-minute time frame? Yeah, that's five minutes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you'll, you'll get some gyrations during the day, but um, uh, it's been a very safe play to watch for short signals in this market, as you can see. Um, uh, and we may be in the midst of one right now. Uh, that that combination of, uh, of small bodies, and I think you know, Daniel kind of uh, uh, alluded to the power of the uh, of the size of the candle. You know, when you're when you're looking at this, the, the last uh, seven or eight candles here, you see a, a top that matched a, a, a top before, um, and and then um, and you had a a, a small uh, wick. That uh, that that was naked on the top until it was followed by that that large uh, that that larger five candles back from the, from current uh, that large uh, negative uh, red candle. You know that, that's a that's an obvious uh, that's an obvious sell signal. Uh, you know in the short term. So you know I'm I'm constantly looking for places to short this market until further notice. 
Um, yep, totally. And if you if you look at just on the technicals of this of this chart, we had a similar setup before, but price is somewhat right in the middle um, in support. Um, and now again, we teach our students if that happens, if we are somewhat in the middle, an educated guess as to which level is visited first. And actually, here it's quite simple. Uh, we're going to look at our momentum indicator, which clearly shows us we have a strong bearish momentum, and this tells us, hey, it is likely that price will visit support zone first. For a bearish, but we I wouldn't end at this level. I we, once again would price retrace a bit into perhaps somewhere around here to get me a better entry price. Um, I'm placing a sell a limit order with the targets above the stop somewhere perhaps above this. A nice setup, yeah, but definitely. Uh, we spent the first uh, half of the show on Daniel. We spent the first half of the show on the futures quite a bit, and of course the uh, listeners and the viewers are uh, trading stocks as well. So yeah. can we shift gears and use your um, um, your uh, indicators uh, on some of the stocks? Yeah, any any um, preferences? Okay, well, uh, yeah, stock? what I'd like to do is I'd like to bounce around a little bit because there are different mm -hmm. sectors doing different things. But the one in the news today is obviously Bitcoin hitting 50,000. So could we put up some stocks like uh, Coin, C-O-I-N? Because when the uh, ETFs yeah. were coming out, uh, these things were bid up dramatically. And when they came out, the drop was precipitous. Now it looks like maybe they might be going back up. I just wanted to see if your indicators were showing a little bit of a turnaround in some of the um, crypto stocks. So let's start with COIN. Yeah, once again, it's a five minute, but look, we see it again here. We had a zone break above this resistance zone, price fall through a bit, and then retrace right to the So this pattern of zone breakout followed by retracement is very quite quite nice. And he's climbing a stairway. Yeah. To heaven. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like a stairway. It's, it's fabulous. Definitely lower a higher lows and higher highs. Nice uptrend. Long time move since Wednesday. Weakness just a five minute. Let me see a little bit what happened. I would imagine that it's been profiting. Uh, from that now I will reconfigure my it's not consider the, the 30 minute all right so let's see what I am so for case uh, price somewhere right in the middle of this uh, support area all the way down here to resistance of course this is a very actually no we bounced off from it very nicely with Nike definitely see coins on there's a lot of upside room which is always important for a long investment yeah. you want the nearest resistance zones all the way here one points up so yeah that's an interesting um long play definitely and if the bitcoin rally yeah. continues how about uh, mara m-a-r-a a little less expensive than coinbase m-a-r-a i dated somebody named mara let's take oh. a close look yeah, yeah. How, how, how'd that go didn't go well to tell you the truth he went long I got stopped out. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. Um, also here, uh, we see that uh, price is right down the distance. Um, definitely a bullish pattern. And we still have some room towards this uh, upwards. So quite similar to, to Coinbase. Yeah, a lot less uh, price per share though. Yeah, but here I probably would do quite an extended. I probably oh. would not yeah. enter uh, right now. Because every now, the, the price of Bitcoin is actually the, the, the chart is outpacing these uh, yeah. these um, yeah. these stocks that are related. Yeah, these uh, are the bitches. Yeah. The end. It is, we are actually, however, in that at least on the future right now in that run. This could be some evidence that perhaps price will pass this upward perhaps from this resistance. Because if I just look, yeah, this is a uh, futures. Con I know the Bitcoin futures contract is getting more and more volume, so it's 
it's a borderline tradable. Yeah, it is tradable. Um, well, borderline, you're right. Uh, and you can, you have much better threats. Uh, you can, with Bitcoin, at least you know, proper platform. But the futures contract on the mm-hmm. stage, yeah. but the volume is... It, it, Let's, uh, yeah, that was, that was my yeah. point. So here, Bitcoin outright something to load but yeah also bitcoin we are quite similar in this uh at least on the daily support uh sorry i would be cautious um right now i would not enter into any let's see what price will do if we have a zone break indicator would signal signal uh then uh, i would anticipate move further up followed by a retreat but uh right now i would just if price uh, perhaps bounces off then i see a retreat this area here if price powers through if you have a zone break is the ethereum moving the same way they're so correlated, huh? All these yeah, they, they are so correlated, but you know, um, from a from a um, you know a basis standpoint, uh, yeah. you know, the percentages can be much bigger in the, yeah. in the Ethereum. Quite similar, I would price is. Uh, oh, there's a bit more room for this resistance yeah, to come, but it's still a pro. So, I, w- I would be cautious uh, going long because there may pitch once when it happens. Need to at that point. Uh, turn to the energy markets because of that uh, big, uh, big uh, acquisition uh, that's in the news today. Yeah. There's some, and I know it wouldn't matter to you guys when you're doing technical analysis of what the fundamentals are, but there are earnings coming out on some oil companies. And I was wondering, uh, looking at Occidental Petroleum, OXY, is there an opportunity there on the long side as we go into their earnings report? OXY? It's coming in. It's coming to this week here. Yeah? I personally would not take any trade when it comes to the oil uh, because... As a trader, I I don't like unexpected happening. So I like to stay flat, and then afterwards, perhaps we could trade. But just by looking at this at this uh, symbol, it's clearly been a downtrend for um, yeah about uh, six months at least. Uh, we are in between. Uh, actually, we are pro resistance right now. The price may bounce. Price is actually right here. Uh, so here, a potential trade if the earnings were not coming out two days or so, I would consider a short trade right now. Or perhaps wait for a bit more of a retracement into the zone put my stop right up here and anticipate support zone this is because we are clearly in a downward so uh, a bearish the play i would imagine if price which will let me would allow me to buff it towards uh, but i would you not know, the, enter the, right now because of- daniel your bands the bands uh i'd like to dig into these bands just a little bit deeper they yeah. seem to occur at what seem to be relatively obvious places that on the way down you have uh, the way down in this chart you have the lower highs and uh, of course, on the way up, those same highs are going to be resistance on the way up. Um, and and in the in this case, it, it's true the 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 band is is occurring right at that level. Um, but it has a certain width that you've you've mentioned, and I think I think I think I caught it right that that the width of the band depends somewhat on the volatility. Um, can you explain a little bit more about how the bands are created? Yeah, and I believe when you say bands, you mean rectangles. Yes, right? these rectangles. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so these are so the way this indicator does it in the scene. It's quite common from from a logic point of view. Indicator does is what we call multi. So, um, it so if, let's say we on the daily time frame, it looks at multiple higher time frames uh, to identify volume. Mm-hmm. Then it fuses that information uh, and consolidates it. Come up with that area of uh, resistance case uh, around perhaps. I would say somewhere in the memory at 59. And then it uses a volatility indication of the size of those candles, or the average size, to calculate that zone around it, just to make sure that as a trader, don't get fooled by a specific level. It is always a zone. And this zone grows if there's more volatility in the market. The swings are bigger and it shrinks if there's less volatility. But it's all. And price now is once again. Yeah, I see. I see some value in that in that uh, band f- uh, from the standpoint of, of a uh, 
uh, of preventing uh, fake fake outs where, where you have enough room above the previous high uh, that that while it's catching others that are uh, just dying to go long. That's uh, right. So I would put my stop if I were to um, short this mm -hmm. symbol. My stop would be definitely above that. This right. Morning. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Daniel, the markets that have gone through the roof, and obviously you're looking at some things on a short-term basis. And uh, one of them, obviously, is the semiconductors. If we looked at Taiwan Semi, TSM, it went up towards the 135 number, and it has stalled a bit today on the semiconductor uh, Taiwan Semi. Yeah, let me switch. Let me switch it, to a lower it, time frame. Actually, let's have a quick look at the higher time frame first. I do mate, goodness, uh, all-time yeah. highs. Um, yeah, well, keep making highs. So we are. Very extended in this uptrend. See a bit of a reach out, but let's zoom in a little bit. A smaller time frame. And on the um, on the smaller time frames, I like for stocks at least. I like to set my reference time for one hour. Let's see that, and let's see what. Okay, so it is done, and we can see that we are trading well above um, this. Oh my, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> we had this zone break here. Actually, quite interesting. So this is another setup that we teach our students. It's called these break setup, and oftentimes it takes several attempts to have like a really powerful move here one two four five signal and then we have this massive move. and the way we teach this just real quick so if you were you know back in, in february last uh, fifth or earlier this month you could place once the zone break occurs your long trade here you stop just below this level of that zone and if you get stopped out well so be it um it can happen of course um so it took you several times um you stop us is very tight so we had a couple of losses here if you would follow this pattern but then once again it has zone break and then it retook off afterwards and that trade if you would have caught that move would have easily made up for these a uh, couple of uh, lost follow-up another one uh, was a uh, meta you know it went up to like 489 or something like that on 84 million shares it normally trades 16 million shares after earnings and I was trying to explain to people there was a good put uh, on a short-term basis. There was a good put, put opportunity because I yeah. focus on shorter-term options, and it was a great one because it dropped thirty bucks off the high. Now it's coming yeah. back up to the high. Is it a situation where you know people have a hard time believing bad things happen to good companies at all, particularly like <laughs> Meta right now? Is there anything that would tell you that it is? Uh, Running out a bit of a steam, and there yeah, could be a pullback uh, further. Let's have a look. I'm just going to reconfigure the indicator to um, actually, as you can see, there are quite a few settings uh, that you can use to fine tune. The, and uh, we teach this uh, how to manage all these settings. But what I just did is I set the reference time frame to be 30 minutes uh, for this one, and our data look back. It's another setting to before of a more recent evaluation of what's going on. And we can see once again uh, that we are in between support and resistance. And just by looking at this chart, um, this is again, once again, our magnet rate setup. Prices right in the middle, support and resistance. We have bullish momentum uh, as per our ME rush index. So the trade that I see here is uh, wait for a retracement to this level here, just to improve my entry price and my risk reward, and then sit up for. So I, I personally don't yeah. see it bearish. Um, rather, it's still a bull in an uptrend for quite some time. If you get this retracement, this could be a good opportunity once again. Gotcha. And how about Eli Lilly, LLY? That's also had an enormous run. See, see that symbol again? L-S-Y? L-L-Y. L-I. Oh, this guy. Okay. Larry, Larry, yellow. Yeah. Larry, Larry, yellow. On here. Is that a new uh, drug? Uh, Larry, Larry. It's a new <laughs> jaundice, jaundice relief? <laughs> <laughs> So this one actually has a bit of a different outlook just by looking at this, uh, where these levels are. Here, price is not in like in the middle of, instead, it's very near this upper, very strong resistance zone. And we can 
actually see here, it had a capture count. It's another traders can often eight times price wicked up into this level with high volume over and over again. And then big sell block orders came in, preventing price to power. So this happened eight times already. Now, that means this level is very significant. Uh, but you may think, and this is just out of our own, I mean, that the higher this count is, the more powerful this level is. It's actually quite a bit a bit different because it means eventually, we've tried so many times, you know, we used our hammer and took a bit of this ice out and out and out. <laughs> price wicked up here, eventually it's going to break. So you should be wary of this. A high capture count actually can be also in this level now is meant to be broken <laughs> at some point. So uh, yeah, if price goes towards this level here, I would be a bit careful of shortening. It could bounce off again, but since we already had eight attempts at this level, obviously, since uh, yeah, earlier this month, it may as well be uh, and then fall by now. So here I would probably, if price goes back to this level, Perhaps you can place a short trade. Maybe it's going to bounce off once again with a very near stop loss, but it may as well also that price will eventually break this zone, make signal, uh, and then price will continue. Now, China has been trying to stimulate their economy and doing all kinds of things to get things going. And uh, The way I've played it for the last six months is just keep buying Las Vegas Sam's. L, Larry, Victor, Sammy, because not only are they in China, but uh, Macau, but they're also in Singapore. And one thing I feel pretty confident about is if the ability to gamble is given to the Chinese, they'll take it. So how do you feel about LVS on a, on a basis like that? Personally, I don't feel good it's just because I just came back from I probably gambled <laughs> way too much than I should have. Well, that's how they make their money. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, that's right. a pretty good looking chart, right? There. Yeah, look at this move. Look at this zone. Once again, the setup we teach, just just out of, um, could we mentioned it before, we had this this time it took two attempts to break that zone. We had a stone break here, came up, retraced, which is quite frequent. We had this multiple symbols, and then we had this massive, powerful breakout with big follow -through. Very nice. And if I just go back here to the recent price action, we are right. Well, we just had a zone break here once again. It was broken. And guess what we see on Sonex? We had, if I just make this a bit bigger, guess what happened? <laughs> it retraced back into this resistance area, which now acts as support. I would not be surprised if, yeah, if price will once again move up a little bit and perhaps retrace one more time before the upward. We definitely have bullish and yeah, a very bullish looking stock. Those moving averages that you okay. use, I guess it's just a, a little bit of a cushion. I mean, is that the 250 and 20? Which ones are you using? No, it's 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 actually um, neither. Uh, it also this indicator does uh, what we call multi time. It's depending depending on your base time, looks at multiple higher time frames that calculates moving average information of those higher time frames, fuses them, and then this bit short. This is also why it's a bit uh, jagged. This line it's not entirely it's because it comes from the. Uh, that's that sophisticated thing I was talking about in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, these two indicators they've been. Uh, at least a year in the making. We just released them in December. Uh, and, you know, it was a great success, not just for us and our trading. So we now use it in all our trading as the starting point, but also our clients, they love it, success. And they also use it as the first and be applied to the chart because it gives you contact. You see right away, what are the important levels? What is this chart? And then you can plan your trades yeah. around it. You can even supplement this information with some of your other indicators. We signal clear buy or sell signals. Use them in combination with this. Only follow a signal if it makes sense as per this, as per these levels. If there's enough room, if we have um, 
perhaps a bullish momentum alongside with a buy signal. I you like it as a starting point. Yeah, and you can't end these things without looking at NVIDIA. Somebody has asked uh, one of the viewers, <laughs> NVDA has yeah. asked about that. We might as well satisfy the, that the superstar. Yeah, they, got earnings, they got earnings coming up, so we're going to find out if that old buy the rumor, sell the fact comes in, or just zoom, zoom, zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, earnings coming in? Oh, oh, this is the five minutes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's going on? Jesus, where is my... Ahead of us oh, look at this. <laughs> Since uh, as per our look back period, we're like way above any of these very extended uh, bullet That is <laughs> quite an interesting. So let me just perhaps look at the zone on here. Zone break signal <laughs> set up. But it took it to have this powerful. And you know what? Um, in trading, just funny, but something that we also... I was, a trader should never think about of how much they possibly. Instead, they should think about how much they might live. Mm-hmm. My favorite trades are the one. My stop loss is very tight. Uh, I have a very nice technical outlook, and I'm able to put my stop loss at a very tight level. Therefore, right off the bat, I have a great risk. Uh, but pro- the primary concern is that if I um, get stopped out, it is very So that's not much. And I can afford having multiple attempts at that trade because should I get stopped out, yeah. it's not the end of the world. That's a very interesting, that, that statement, we probably, uh, that's a great, great one to almost wrap it up, but when you talk about uh, having to take multiple attempts at a, at a position uh, where you're getting a signal, now that's going to take some patience from a lot of people. And most people don't like losing twice. After they lost, lose twice, they think they'd be a fool trying a third time. But when you keep your losses low, like you're talking about, when, you, when you're able to, uh, to minimize those losses, uh, what seems like a, a, a pattern of, uh, of a, a lack of positive expectation, which I think traders need to have all the time, uh, you can maintain that positive expectation by keeping your losses small as you go along. And so that third time around, and even a fourth, if, it, if it's following your tested trading plan, is easy to take because you haven't really uh, uh, suffered. Uh, uh, so I, I, I like your idea of of keeping, um, because I'm seeing a lot of two and three attempts, and that's okay if uh, if you're keeping them small and you get your way uh, eventually. So that's uh, right. Yeah, this is one of just absolutely. So it needs it needs discipline, and you're the disciplined trader, and uh, and you need to have the right mental state. You should not be discouraged or get nervous or by multiple losses because that's kind of the expectation that it will happen. So you can as well plan for it and set your stop loss at a very tight level and use a position size to reflect this as well. I think many of the trading mistakes that happen is you are over too much risk on the market and then all these bad emotions uh, come in like uh, fear or greed or any of these things uh, which are not helpful. In the end, just having your rules set up and playing the odds. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you know, if you overexpose, um, chances are you will not get Okay, guys, we've got a couple of minutes left. I'd like you guys to have an opportunity to explain to people uh, how to reach you and also uh, if you have any special offers or something like that. So, Daniel, this has been a great conversation. Norm, great conversation as always. But uh, start out with Daniel, um, you know, how do yeah. people contact you? And then, of course, uh, what kind of uh, uh, special offer might you have? Yeah, so uh, for, this, for, for contacting us, it's very simple. Um, you simply go to our homepage, tradingindex.com. And I'm going to put this also into the chat right go Put this into the chat real quick.com. And uh, this is our general homepage. It normally loads a bit faster, but my code, which I'm using right now, is my travel code. It's a bit slower. Uh, but this is our homepage, and we do have, um, you, know, you can see all of our products uh, that we, uh, we offer. Uh, we have more than 50 um, very specialized trading, which are based on our own search and uh, which we all use on trading, including liquidity IQ and this MA Russian. 
but we do also have a special offer running right now, which gives you both indicators for a bundle price plus additional bonus. If you want to take advantage of this, you would need to go to a different uh, sub-site, which is tradingindicators.com slash zone. And zone is because, you know, liquidity zone, the levels that these indicators from the chart, com slash zone. If you go here, I'll bring you to a special bundle page uh, where you can uh, get our liquidity IQ indicator. And we have it for multiple platforms, not just for trading, it exists for, for Modify, way, for Ninja Trader, for MT4 and MT5 as well. Uh, so you get this indicator, you get some teaching material here, and you get multiple bonus offers, uh, such as our Rush indicator, the momentum I talked about earlier. You will be invited to our next live trading workshop, where we actually use our own funds to live day trade uh, futures contracts and perhaps stock contracts. Um, the next one is planned for Feb in about a week from now on Tuesday. We're trading the market open from 9 a.m. Eastern till 10.30, give or take, using our own money. And we will teach you along um, alongside uh, our different setups and the way that uh, you know we like to. You will also be invited to our members-only sessions, uh, which are our live market session. They are not live trading, but live market session where we teach you tips and tricks uh, about our indicators, but also um, interesting setups that we see in the market, which are every Tuesday at noon Eastern, and you can also ask questions here and, you know, and bounce of ideas if you like. Uh, they're very popular. So you've been invited to these members only sessions as well. And you're going to get a several uh, video guides and ebooks on those topics. Uh, if you want to take advantage of this, go to tradingindicators.com slash zone. Or special bundle price. And uh, this Norm, is a, life, uh, a lifetime offer. Yeah. Needed. Oh, you get, good. that's yeah. outstanding. Uh, Norm, uh, can you explain to people how to get a hold of you? And of course, uh, what you're doing down there as far as disciplined trader and getting ready for prop trading? Whose life? The, my life or, or your life on there? I, I see the life. <laughs> wonder if that, uh, listen, if uh, my life is a lot simpler from the standpoint that I've been focused lately on helping traders to be funded so that you can trade a prop traders for money instead of your own, which really reduces that cortisol level. And uh, But there are certain things about um, about prop trading and their, their more stringent rules that you need to understand and apply to your trading plan. That's why uh, we've built something called uh, the Loaded Gun Simple Trading Plan. If you go to theirmoneyyourprofit.com, you'll see that offer for the trading plan. If you have questions about it, you can ask a question right there on that um, uh, on the lower right of theirmoneyyourprofit.com. You'll see a chat thing. Either you can leave your email with your question if we're not there, or you can um, you can go ahead and um, and ask the question and, and have a live. Um, response. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, putting that up. And so, um, you know, I'm just, just want to let you, you know, what's interesting is that when I first got excited about prop trading and started to pass for myself, uh, and be funded, I'm currently funded for about $800,000 in trading. And I'm, I, I realized, I, I thought at first that it would be the smaller accounts that would jump at this, the smaller accounts that why trade 5,000 or 10,000, um, you can double your money and, you know, it's going to get you someplace, but it won't, if you have access to 50 or 100 or 500,000, if you're a pretty good trader and you can pass the qualification, then, uh, you know, you get to trade a lot more money. The same percentage gain will, will change your life. So, but, but the, but, but what's actually happening is that it's more the bigger accounts that's saying, why should I risk my 100 to 200, 5,000? Let me put that in. And something for five or ten percent right now, while interest rates are high, and let me risk somebody else's money because I'm a pretty good trader. So, whichever you are, uh, it's it is real, and um, 
Uh, and so I'm, I, I help uh, traders uh, do that with a trading plan that's adjusted toward those rules. And, um, and I, I help you with a 90-day one-on-one uh, unlimited coaching so I can uh, hold your hand while, you, uh, while you, you're moving from, I can't believe this is true, to I can't believe it's happening to me. So uh, uh, that's what I'm all about. And I uh, appreciate you having me today, you guys. Yeah, you bet. As far as option professors concerned, again, I specialize in the weekly options and I traded thousands and thousands of option contracts and was trained at the Options Institute in Chicago. So if you're interested in uh, options and you want to learn from somebody who knows an awful lot about them, go to optionprofessor.com and I can speak to you directly and obviously help you with your education process. Um, uh, uh, Daniel, fantastic to have you here. We learned an awful lot and Norm, it's always great to have you here. So uh, thanks a lot, guys, for being here. And I'll then turn it back over to David now. Thanks for everybody being here. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Great discussion. So um, also, if you want to learn more about Daniel and his software, uh, we're going to have a special event here on Wednesday, um, February 14th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So um, just come back to timingresearch.com and we'll be... Uh, live at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday um, with uh, some more information about uh, trading indicators and uh, liquidity IQ. And uh, and then, of course, just a reminder for everyone, be sure to subscribe to Timing Research on YouTube and your favorite podcast app, uh, or you can just go to timingresearch.com and get the recordings there uh, and any of the past events. Uh, we had a great, um, we had a, a big uh, Tech Wizards event last week. Um, we had ton- 26 uh, educational presentations all about software, apps, indicators, and uh, different tech for making money in today's market. So all of that is on timingresearch.com as well. And I uh, just want to thank my guests again for today. Daniel Sinish of tradingindicators.com, Norman Hallett of thedisciplinetrader.com and theirmoneyyourprofit.com, and the option professor of optionprofessor.com. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, David.